You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM. Good evening and you're very welcome to this week's Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan, celebrating 10 years on air, making the show Ireland's longest running food and drink radio show and podcast. Now, last weekend saw the 16th Blossnerin Irish Food Awards take place and before I headed off to Dingle last Thursday, I spoke to three Irish producers hoping for success. And my next guest this evening is Ian Myrna from Killian Castle Honey, who won bronze for their soft set honey. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Ian, lovely to meet you. Um, great to have another beekeeper on the programme with somebody else on a few weeks ago. But you're based in Wexford and it's Killian Castle Honey that you're the, the producer of. Yes, Sharon. Uh, thank you very much for having us on today. It's uh, it's great to uh, to talk to you. And yes, we have a small business just outside Wexford Town, uh, Killian Castle Honey, that um, we commenced in 2015. And in the last two years, since we've built up our beehive numbers, uh, we've been retailing both our uh, summer honey and our soft set honey uh, to shops and customers and businesses. So and whenever you started it in 2015, was it as a hobby? Yes, it was. Um, I suppose going back through time, um, our home place, Clane Castle, uh, my grandfather would have had bees there. And then my mum's uh, father also was a very uh, passionate beekeeper. And it's something that I thought about doing for a number of years. And as I grew up, there would have been wild bees um, in the castle walls as well that I would have played with and got stung. No, numerous times and um, I got my first hive in 2015 I suppose my background is that I am from a farming background and I am very um, I suppose passionate about animals and you know bees are another form of animal husbandry um, so yeah I got my first beehive in 2015 and it grew quite quickly um, they say you know you get one hive and then you end up with 20 and currently we have a lot more than that and um yeah, it's something I've grown and my family have grown to to really enjoy. And um, I suppose we love the benefits of what bees bring. And uh, and uh, yeah, and we like to share that knowledge with um, both schools, businesses, anyone that will listen, really. So, um, yeah, that's us. So initially, whenever you you looked into the hive to see the, the quantities of honey, it was probably enough for you and your family to enjoy. But once you get to that stage where you have 20 hives, you have to do something with all of it. So, you know, I, you don't produce it, the bees produce it, but you obviously package it and then you sell it. Yeah, that that's exactly it. It was, it was kind of initially, you know, you get your first 20 jars of honey and you're really, really excited. And uh, over the years, it turns into a number of hundreds of jars. And, uh, you know, your friends and family are calling in more regularly maybe to, to uh to avail of a jar of honey it's a great gift as well so we were using our honey um in all those ways but as we grew our hive numbers um as you said we needed to find you know a way of, of selling it and obviously beekeeping is not cheap either so to make some return i suppose initially and uh and so we would have got yeah sold a lot to friends family uh direct and then two years ago we started retailing into shops and we um, put up a purpose-built 
facility. Again, we opened that last year uh, to process our honey just in the correct way, etc. Um, leader were very good to us actually, and and uh, provided grants to assist us. Um, so now, yeah, we're we're now retailing in uh, about eight shops, and again, we do direct, and we're currently building a website, which we hope to have uh, in the next uh, four to six weeks. So tell me about the flavour of the honey and the times of the year that it is available. Yeah, so we have like we, so we're quite lowland here in Wexford. So you know you hear a lot about heather honey, for example. Um, you need to be near mountains. So we would get a, a really good spring crop of honey, and that predominantly would come from um the likes of dandelion, white thorn, black thorn. Uh, there's quite a bit of oilseed rape around Wexford, so it's multi-floral. Um, our spring honey or all spring honeys tend to crystallize very quickly. Um, so that was a challenge for us. And people, some people like really hard honey, but generally people don't. Um, so I do get people asking me for honey and can I get the hard one? I don't want any of that runny stuff. Uh, but so I suppose that's where the soft set honey comes in. So we, uh, with our soft set honey, uh, as the honey is crystallizing uh, quickly, it's an age old process whereby we paddle the honey uh, for about two weeks and we paddle it probably six, seven times a day for 10 minutes. And as the honey is crystallizing, it breaks the crystals into minute crystals that can't be tasted or a really good, smooth, soft set honey. You cannot, cannot taste the crystals and it. It's, um, it's a really nice honey and, um, it's going really well. And, and, uh, hopefully we're up for an award with Blossom Heron this year. Um, then as we move into the spring or sorry, into the summer, Again, down around Wexford, the summer honey would be pre predominantly would be from uh, white clover, uh, from bramble, and then all of the other flowers that you see. But bramble and white clover are probably the predominant uh, flavors in the honey. Uh, interestingly, last year, the, the weather, as people would remember, was really, really good. And there's a lot more white clover in the honey. And it was a kind of a light color where this year's honey is probably is a bit darker because of uh, less white clover in it so it really depends on uh, what's available for the bees uh, at a given time during the year and we're now in October and uh, our bees are really getting into the ivy ivy is starting to flower now and um, they'll fill up their boots and their hives with ivy uh, to get them through the winter so and then the cycle starts again nature is an amazing thing so it is it sure is yeah 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 and it's really you know astonishing you know, when there is um, a gap in June where there is no flow of honey and they're getting worried about the bees running out of uh, honey for themselves. And like a, um, you know, like a tap, the honey flow just comes and uh, they really can bring in huge amounts within a short period of time. So it is it is quite astonishing. To come back to the paddling process, that sounds quite labor intensive. Yeah, it is. It is. And and. um you know, but it but but it does yield a really really nice honey, and it's the the soft set honey is is um is more pastier. It's like say a Nutella that kind of that kind of um uh, spread, and people really like it on bread or on crackers and stuff. Uh, but it is quite labor intensive. There is a bit of work in it, um. But it's an age old pro process, as I said. It doesn't change the structure, um, of the honey, um. But it's it's popular, and I'm glad that uh, we can produce it, and our bees can produce it for for people to consume. And you have diversified a bit, and you now do skincare products. 
Yes. Um, so uh, again, you know, bees are quite amazing and uh, the likes of honey is very good for not just for eating, uh, but for your health and for the likes of sore throats, as we would know, um, for cuts, um, like we gave honey to um, a guy that had, had a horse with a bad cut and a lot of stuff wouldn't work and um, honey did help. So honey is really, really uh, medicinal. But there are other parts in the hive or that um, are also as good. So we have wax in the hive. And over the last few years, I've built up a lot of wax. Uh, there's propolis in the hive that the bees use to um, to kind of glue, block holes, etc. And uh, again, that has its medicinal properties. And then everyone would know uh, royal jelly um, and pollen, etc. that comes into the hive. So. I, I have a lot of byproduct and we've been playing around for the last probably 18 months uh, with some skincare products. And people have been asking us, um, would we make some of this because of its natural um, uh, its, its natural properties, no chemicals, et cetera. So we are launching or have just launched a new um, brand under the name of Nectar. We have a hand salve, we have a lip balm and we have a healing salve currently, which we are now getting to market. So it's really, really exciting. And initial results are really good for people that are looking for natural skincare. So we look forward to promoting that product and, and getting it out there over time. Well, there must have been a lot of other areas of business that you have to look at to bring that to fruition in terms of packaging, labeling and the branding of it. Yeah, there has been, and it's been a long journey both on, on both of them. And you know, like you, you take her, I take my hat off to anybody that does or that is in business because in my in my in my full-time job, I work with a lot of businesses closely. And you know, you take for granted um when you see labeling or you see businesses come to market um what they've done, but it is a lot, a lot of work. And uh, as I said, I admire businesses even more now because of that. But it did take time uh, to come up with branding. I have to say that other businesses, small businesses, are really, really helpful. So instead of seeing us as competition, the advice that we get, um, both from a marketing point of view, from compliance point of view and so on, has been really good. But uh, we've worked hard to come up with, I suppose, uh, um, a, uh, a brand that we think is popular uh, across, you know, um, young and old and uh we're confident as i said that it will uh, it will go really well for us fantastic well it sounds like a very exciting new venture for you so um we wish you all the best with that in the meantime ian um you do some workshops and honey tours there at uh, in the castle grounds yeah we've done a number of honey tours and uh we're building our website currently to 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 obviously try and formalize them more um People are blown away. So again, it was it was kind of something that came from demand where people have been calling down here for a number of years, putting on a bee suit, uh, spending time with me, going around the hives. And, you know, when you open up a hive with 10,000 bees in it in uh, the spring, it's quite a sight. But when you open it in July and there's 60,000 bees in it, um, you know, it's it's quite busy. And uh, it really, I suppose it's it's busy. Um, a hive but it's also quite relaxing and uh, so people like coming out they like seeing what's happening it gets them closer to nature and um, so yeah we've done a number of tours where we explain uh, how bees operate uh, what their life cycle is 
we go into hives, have a look, and um, at the end of it, then we do some honey tasting, and uh, and people can take a jar of honey away with them. So that's proved uh, quite popular, and it's probably next in line after the skincare products that uh, we want to expand it. So we look forward to again rolling that out. Well, just to finish up then, what do you have to do to, to keep the bees safe as we move into the colder weather? Yeah, so this time of year, as I would have said earlier, um, you know, it's really, really ensuring that they have enough supplies. You know, it's fine to to um, harvest honey from our bees, but we really need to ensure that they have enough for themselves. So there is a flow starting now um, from our from our ivy. I would check the hives uh, weekly to see if they're gaining weight and if they have enough weight to get them through the winter time. Once that happens, um, they are treated for varroa mite. Uh, varroa is a is a is a huge issue for our bees, and um, and then I put mouse guards on the front of the hives to prevent mice getting in over winter. And after that, then the bees look after themselves over the winter. So they will cluster in bad weather over the winter. On a nice sunny day, they might come out and fly um for a short period and go back in and uh, other than that very little will happen up until march uh, the queen will stop laying for a period in december and then in january or around that period depending on temperatures she'll commence the next year's uh uh rearing of uh, of brood and of bees to uh, to bring us into 2024 so that's when it gets hugely exciting again and uh, it all kicks off Absolutely fascinating. So you've mentioned your website is being built at the moment, but you are active on social media if people yes. want to connect with you there. Yes, we're all we're active on social media under Killeen Castle Honey. And then our new Nectar uh, uh, brand is under uh, All About Nectar. So on Instagram, it's all underscore about underscore Nectar and All About Nectar on Facebook and uh, and uh, Twitter. So um yeah so please please follow us give us a like and uh, any questions you have again please ask fantastic ian lovely to talk to you and uh, continued success with it all thank you very much and thank you for having me on it's been a pleasure you're listening to the best possible taste on west limerick 102 fm